Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not worth winning if you can't win! Na 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 hey 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 goodbye sing it with me brandon na 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 hey 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 goodbye that is it it is it is adios my friends adios R- amigos r.i.p gary put remember the time that's uh <laughs> That's us singing so long. Dude, I remember farewell. Just like I remember our, watching that scene in Remember the Titans. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. I just remembered what we did for the last intro. <laughs> sound is the sound of music. Oh, <laughs> oh well, this is better. This is, this is better. Sorry. Um, so long, farewell, of you. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> I bid adieu to you and you and you. Yeah. This one's better. This one's better. This one is better. Yeah. Um, sorry but for yeah, that quick lapse, but I just yeah. it, it dawned <laughs> dawned on me that we had recorded this opening before, and it was the sound of music. Was, um, this one's better. The, this one though, I was when, when you're singing it reminded me. Remember, uh, remember the Titans. Good old Gary Bertier. When they sing that at his funeral, I remember Possibly. watching that for the first time when I was like, I had to been like what eleven or twelve when that came out, something like that. Maybe yeah. maybe younger, but that funeral scene, man, I was bawling like a baby. I mean, our coach made us watch it like on a Sunday night before one of our games. Like you know, Team Unity, Brandon. It's like you know, you wanna you wanna talk about a brotherhood. Okay, let's get let's get back to yeah, back, back on track. Okay. So season we- season two. Canceled. Game well, two. actually, not just season two. Season two happened. The show has been canceled. Season two went off. We, we just finished going over season two Monday Ducks. Yep. I think as we were covering um, the eighth or ninth episode, news broke. Keith canceled. Yeah. Dunzo. Gone. No yes. more Game Changers. Hence us singing goodbye. And, you know, honestly, thank God. I wish they would have given... <laughs> I wish they would have given Game Changers the old yeller treatment rather than even putting season two out there for us. I like, mean, we we take brought her it, out back. We brought you know. it up 
we brought it up multiple times throughout us covering season two. And I think we even brought it up once the Emilio news broke that he wasn't coming back that honestly, we, you just, you don't, you don't need this. We don't need season two. Just, you know, mm-hmm. if Emilio is out and not only was Emilio out, they didn't have any other duck other than Fulton and Portman for two seconds, two seconds uh, of ducks. They lost them. We, we beat it to death, but when Bombay left, they lost the Minnesota Miracle mm-hmm. Man magic. Yeah. It was not passed to Alex. They tried to create this passing of the baton to Alex, but it did not translate mm-hmm. because she did not coach them in the same way to give them the magic, to bring the magic out of them. Yeah. She made them into kind of the work. And she and she never like the the key with. The, the the key to the Mighty Ducks and the key to most of these um sports movies, these underdog sports movies, is there it's 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 passion that, that wins out, right? Passion and scrappy heart underdogs that wins gotta work out work everyone. The reason Bombay worked as a coach is because he he legitimately loved hockey and he just lost his way. And then he found his way back. Alex, it's demonstrated throughout both seasons, never liked hockey, never no. wanted to like hockey. Yeah. She, like, you can't have your coach not want to do the thing that we're trying to do here, you know? What was it's, the stupid-ass hashtag that she got all up on her high horse, Fun, put fun first or something? Putting fun season first. One. I think that's what it was, putting fun first. Oh, and then Nick's which, mom which, unfortunately which, accidentally enabled the beast. I'm all for putting fun first. That works 100% of the time. If yeah. you're trying to have fun playing the sport, she was trying to have fun doing fucking other shit and not even worrying about hockey. Yeah. Uh. In, you know, I was actually reflecting back on season one versus season two. And season one was a serviceable show. I think that we can say that. It was, like, I, th- I think the word you used there was perfect and apt. It was serviceable. Yeah, it, it wasn't great. It wasn't good. There were tons of gaps. We t- we spent a lot of time talking about how much better it could have been. Uh, but it was serviceable and engaging and at least wasn't pure torture to get through this was just this was rough and this was an abomination to be completely Mm -hmm. honest with you the fucking goalie goal like that's there's not (laughs) a single person that can sit down and watch that and be like yeah that is this is really cool yeah this is the cool like there's I like unless you're just a fucking idiot, then that's fine. Then this show is for you and you can be that way. But otherwise, like if you have a pulse <laughs> and you understand anything about good cinem- cinematic movies, TV shows, then you would hate this pile of hot garbage. Yep. They I like you said earlier, they just there's no charm or magic left in it. Um which you need in these things because obviously the hockey is not going to be great. Just like in the, in the first movies, the hockey action, not great, not, not great, but it doesn't need to be, it doesn't need to be, you get the charm and you need to connect to these kids. Um, which like in the first three movies, they do a great job of even the, even the, um, the side characters, even the Avermans, right. You connect there, there, there's moments where you're able to connect with them in this show. Like, you know, outside of Nick, 
and and Sophie, I guess Sophie, you can connect with a little bit. Yeah. Nick, you can. Evan, maybe. Jace was Jace was terrible. They made zero attempt to make that character likable at all. Yeah. He was a sad boy, fucking nonsense. Troy just, was a highlight, though. Um, or, AJ. <laughs> AJ. I thought you were doing a bit there, but then I realized you were serious. <laughs> Damn it! I'm, but uh. I could have, yeah, you, you know what, in, in my head, I talked myself out of the right fucking name, too, and <laughs> damn it. All right, so. Yeah, but, but AJ, they, they lost the charm AJ of the magic. There's no, there's no connection. Been, yeah. Yeah, there, there's there's zero opportunity. They give you zero opportunity, which is insane in 20 episodes that they give you yeah. zero opportunity to, to connect with these kids. It's yeah. terrible, terrible character development. And because like in the in season one, you were able to connect with Logan because his dad moved in and like he like that shit sucked. And like he was uh, making pancakes, you know, for the family like that. That's that's true. I will. So going back to that, I and uh, again, uh, so Emilio was not the only person we lost from season one to season two. We lost a whole bunch of people and arguably they were the most compelling people like, like like you mentioned Logan. And I don't, I don't know if this was um, scheduling difficulties why we lost most of these people or if they just wrote them off, but we lost Logan. Logan was one of the more interesting kids. Uh, MJ and Terry MJ was legitimately one of the best parts of the show. Um, And I think that sisters, they just threw that right out the door. Yeah. We lost Lauren, um, which was another compelling one too. Yeah, um, the the recreation of the Bash sisters was a fun storyline. Like the Bash brothers turned into the Bash sisters. Like mm-hmm. that's fun. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, it's like a modern update on it. Like there's nothing wrong. Yeah, with it. it worked. And you know, and it, the the main reason it worked is because you had Fulton there teaching yeah. them. For mm-hmm. as as brief as it was, it was only like Johnny. a 20, 20 second montage of him teaching them. But, um. You need that. Whereas, like, again, like, same concept, terrible execution in season two with the knuckle puck. Yeah. If you're oh going to do God. the knuckle puck, Keenan needs to be able, the one who's teaching them. Keenan has to be the one who te- teaches them. And you, you can't, can't have change it, be, it. You can't change the knuckle puck. Like, you can't yeah. change how, like, you, you can't be like, hey, this is the knuckle puck that they use. They touch it every time and then change how the knuckle puck knuckles. Like, that. How, how does that tie anything together? Like, it literally makes no sense. It's like, oh, so the shot itself has changed from a knuckle puck into a heat-seeking missile over the course of the last 20-ish years. Well, that's the beauty of the knuckle puck, Keith, is it's different every time. Don't, don't, don't fucking defend it, Brandon. <laughs> don't, don't defend it. Don't give it its due or its justice. I was offended by that. But speaking of Keenan, did you, and I don't want to date the episode because I can't remember when it's out, but they just announced not too long ago, Good Burger 2. I saw that. I saw the, the announcement of Good Burger 2. Let's, let's throw a little cautious optimism out into the world because I thought when, like, when Good Burger came out, I was in the throes of my youth and I thought, that that was probably the funniest and best made movie of all time. Hands down. No questions. Who, uh, who has uh, who has the rights to Good Burger? Who's remaking it? Is it Paramount? I'm assuming. Yeah, because uh, Paramount owns Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So it's going to be okay. Paramount. Oh, dude, I'm. That's better. I, just, I mean, Paramount more, Plus is just I have the more one. Faith in them than I do Disney now. That's for oh, one hundred percent. Paramount Plus though is the one. It's my line of demarcation where it's this. Okay, this is too many. This is too yeah. many fucking streaming services. <laughs> I got to remember to. I do actually have some beef with Fubo TV as well. I don't know what happened, but. And uh, they didn't have TNT or TBS as part of their package. So guess uh, who yeah. only got a limited amount of the tourney games? This guy. Missing out. Yeah, it was really, yeah. I have really a sad day. Is I couldn't I couldn't watch all of my parlays burn to the cinders in real time. I just had to watch it on my ESPN app and weep yeah. softly into the pillow. None of my parlays hit either. It was it's it was a rough tournament. It was a rough real tournament. real bloodbath. I think I I think I ended up hitting on one or two parlays totaling fifty bucks. See, I don't think I made any money. Um, I'm not saying I made money. I'm just saying I hit two parlays <laughs> totaling fifty bucks. <laughs> I, I I don't think I hit any of the parlays that I was trying to do. But I was I was going big with my parlays. I was doing like eight game, eight nice. game. Like two two things in each game parlays, yeah. Um, and so and that, to that's, clear, that's where I, I I was going for like bet a dollar win eighty five thousand dollar parlays. That's what I was going for. Yeah, I was just going to clarify for the listeners. You got a couple young gentlemen here that just moved back to Colorado, and we're dipping our toes into the sports gambling, but we are not low made stakes. money by any my, so my usual, low stakes messiahs right here. I go a dollar. I say my $1. usual bet is 50 cents. <laughs> yeah, that's I go one dollar and I usually go between five to ten, no more leg parlays. And sometimes they get up over a hundred bucks. Usually they stay between like 30 to 50. And, See, I, and that I, is where you get some hitters. Cause that's where I yeah, I think I won like two hundred you sure. get some hits, right? And then like it slowly accumulates. You get like 250 and that's like 250 additional bets. Dude, I'm not a, I'm not a slowly accumulate. I'm a get rich quick guy. So I do the $1 bet for the $85,000 payout. That's where I'm at. And then you never hit once and doesn't never, never say never. I sent you that, that Goonies that, never say die. I sent you that one where the dude did like, I think it was like 15 different college basketball games during the season and it hit and he won like $90,000 by betting $1. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I've got a, I've that got could, a little. That, that could be me, Heath. Okay, that could be me. I've got a little multi-sport parlay in the books for that'll pay out like two fifty or something that I yeah. bet a dollar on. You know which ones I the 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 ones I always fucking win though. Um, that are my go-to's when I'm. They don't pay out anything at all, but they're nice to uh, just you know nice it's nice to get a win every once in a while. Is yeah. the um, the team who scores first or the team who hits the three first those bets? Yeah. That 50 cents win 55 cents, crush those all the time, dude. 100% accuracy. What a waste of fucking time. <laughs> it's, it's a good, it's a good, uh, like serotonin and confidence boost, you know? Okay. You just gotta get the win, you get that W. <laughs> that's, that's usually if I do that, I'll do, I'll do one that'll only pay out like 15. <laughs> and then I'll get it like, yeah, 16 bucks, killing it. Killing. <laughs> I just hit one that won thirty last night. Can All right, let's get back, back on topic. So, oh, so, sorry, back to the back to the story. So we so reflected on one and two. It's canceled. One, two. We're fine. But let's talk With, about some. We got some issues that we need to resolve, Brandon. 
Exactly. They, there are multiple storylines that they did not wrap up at the end of season two here. Um, yeah, I got. I have a couple written down. Um, We're left to wondering. Left to wondering. Like, the first, first and biggest thing I think is what what's going on at the Ice Palace. Yeah, is Bombay alive? Has is, the Ice Palace collapsed down upon him? Is he they, the Wicked Witch of the West? We don't did, know. Did they rebuild it? Did was Fulton and his construction buddies successful, or did they have to? Did they scrap it? You know. Yeah, like where it was like where first of all, where did this funding come from? Like, was this more state type funding that they were able to come from with inflation, with the up up the rise of building costs? You know, I don't know if you've seen the videos (laughs) of the potholes in Minnesota, but they can't, you know, be stretching those tax dollars into the ice palace when they've got potholes. I doubt I doubt they're I doubt they're that's a privately owned business. I doubt they're sending taxpayer money to that. Um I mean, Alex found surplus where they bought all their equipment and stuff. Maybe there's a little ice. That was for surplus. that was for that was for the city hockey league, though. You know, what? the ice palace. I what I imagine happened is he got the name back, right? Yep. He won the name back. I imagine he used that. He wrote up a little business plan, right? He was like, "I got a hockey team now. I got the Ducks." Yeah. Um. Here's my business plan for the ice palace, and then he went to a bank, and the bank was like, "Okay." We'll give you a construction loan to to fix this bad boy up. You know what I think it is now going to be deemed a historical structure for the state of Minnesota. Um, ducks are back. That's not a bad. That, that, that's that could be that could be true, right? Like the, uh, the state, ice pal- state landmark. The ice palace has been saved because it has become a state landmark, home of the ducks. Little sprinkle of tourism there for you brandon and all of a sudden the ice palace like um like so many companies in the 2000s little bailout yeah okay i you see know? i can see that i like that um, you know your your taxpayer dollars are at work yeah keep a little bombay afloat yeah you put a little plaque on the front door state landmark maybe you throw a um was it hans or yawns Hans or Jan that gave that that gave him the ice palace. I forget which one he said it was. I think it was Jan, right? I can't remember. I think Jan. Yeah. So you throw a little. Jan you know, was the Jan. Jan was the most recent, right? Well, Jan. Jan was, D, was D, died. So Jan was D two. Hans yeah. is D one and D and D three, and he dies in D three. Spoiler alert. Oh, oh yeah. Um, Joss Ackland is is Hans. I forget Jan actor's name but um whoever gave him the ice palace um if you're making it a state landmark throw a little plaque on the front yeah maybe so you throw the plaque on the front and Post then, some events you know well yeah but then you throw it's a, so i was i was gonna say throw a statue of yawn out front but might as well make it han and yawns throw both yeah. of them yeah 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 it's perfect it's a statue for brotherhood exactly minnesota brotherhood the city yeah. of scandinavian love <laughs> Oh, just came up with a new state slogan. Yeah. Fits in with the football team, you know, Skull Vikings. Oh, God, don't. It's, but, uh, you know, what? The, as, a, <laughs> as a lifelong Packers fan, it pisses me off so much on how cool that is. Like, have you seen the videos of the Skull oh, the Viking chant. shit the that they do? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that they do before their football pretty games. Tight. Time. it's it's pretty cool and <laughs> like they have like guests come in and do the stuff and like 
it it's so annoying that it's so cool. You know what I mean? Like you guys could like, you guys could come up with something like that though. Every team has like the weird like uh the Panthers. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Pump the brakes, Brandon. You are about to besmirch roll out the barrel, my friend. That is what oh. we are gonna crank up on those TDs, baby. Roll out the barrel. We're having a barrel of fun. Is that really what happens? Goddamn right. I, I literally what, have that's a. That's what the Packers do. I literally have a roll. Well, that's a, that's how terrible it is that nobody else knows about it. I literally have a roll. Out, well, they sing the go pack go. Yeah, no, but I'm bah, talking bah, about bah, like bah. the. I'm talking. I mean, that's all fine to go. What I was talking about is like the pregame stuff where you bring a celebrity to do something. Like you have. Every I've team never had, been to a game, so I'm sure they have something like. That. Okay, I'll say every team makes it's just some not that cool. bullshit bullshit thing. Um, like yeah, Se- it's just Seattle. not as cool as like a school chant. Like that yeah. shit is intense. It's it gets you it gets you really fired up, but so you know so does my roll out the barrel Packers T-shirt. So interesting. I never knew Depends. that about the Packers. Oh, dude, what's yeah. in, what's what's in the barrel? Cheese. Well, the Acme Packers were a meat packing plant. Did you? Did you know? Well, yeah, but you don't put you from? don't put meat in a barrel. Do you put no, cheese it's, in a barrel? I, no, it's a German <laughs> drinking song, Brandon. It's a barrel of beer. Oh well, so, well then what? Just say that when I ask what's in the barrel. I was just being a dick. <laughs> okay. So, so right, we got a little off, off, off topic, but don't talk shit about roll out the barrel. It's a dope, dope song. Um, more unanswered questions. So we have the ice palace. What's going on with that? Yep. Um, then we have um, Nick. Nick's love life. When we left season one, him and MJ were flirting. They were getting ready to do a little thing. And then season two, season two he two? just says, we get nothing. He just says that it ended, right? Like that was it. I don't even think they mentioned. They don't mention MJ at all. They don't mention it. He just says that he's single. Yeah. He, he mentions something he mentions about he's, being single. He mentions he's single and he's looking for the ladies. And then yeah. towards the driving end, driving his Mercedes. Him and um, him and Maya have a weird forced thing that didn't make any sense. But oh, so what's God. uh? What's it was going on? all that was was like you know the good guy can get the girl. News, but flash. he does. He doesn't get the girl. She's dating Paul at the end. And, I and mean, that, Paul, get, Paul, Paul's a solid guy, though. Paul's that is guy. the perfect depiction. Uh, like, gentlemen, take a peek. That's exactly how it goes in real life. Like, it's. I mean, Paul, Paul. Paul's not a bad guy, though. Paul. Paul. From all. From what. Not, from the three seconds we see of Paul in the show, he seems like a stand-up guy. I'm. I'm not besmirching Paul by any. And it, and he's got a gray gray head of hair. But I'm he just was a best flow nominee. I'm just floating advice out there for the Knicks of the world. Could it happen? Yes, one in a million. But guess what? That 900 <laughs> and plus whatever chance, that's that's mostly what's happening. So let's that's just a that was a quick reality check to to the Knicks of the world that like, yes, okay. feels good. And honestly, take those wins even getting close, but let's exactly not- you know, you know what, you know what him. What uh, Maya being like, you know what? I had a crush on you a couple a couple episodes ago. You know what that is? That's his his betting fifty cents, winning fifty five cents. It's just nice to win one sometimes. You got to take that win, <laughs> and then you've got to transfer it over into confidence, right? And yeah. then that, and then confidence from a girl like Maya being like, "Yo, there's actually." Then you take that into something that's a little more in your ballpark realm, you might even be able to outkick your coverage as someone 
who frequently outkick my coverage, it's possible, but you just gotta, you gotta pick your battles, you know, and you gotta know, know the ones, the Mayas of the world. It's not it. Not gonna no, do it. She, she's, she, yeah, she's been hopping, hopping boys. The yeah. entire, so she, entire show. She, she chews up and spits out Nick's for breakfast. She would, yeah, know? she would, she would ruin, she would give Nick. Cause I've dated, I've dated girls like Maya. She would give Nick the best six months of his life. And then ruin the rest of it. Yeah, PTSD <laughs> for then on out. <laughs> you always wonder. Oh, that's really good. Stuff. You gotta watch so, out for those mean girls, man. They're they're a hell of a lot of fun, but they do they will ruin you. Oh God! And it's and we're, well, we both fell victim to this of that that um, line that Nick has in Mean Girl when he's talking to where he thinks it's Cece's mom, and he's like, "Would you would you quit yelling at me? I might fall in love with you, or I'm I mean, gonna no, fall it's, in it's, love with you." Stop Was being so, stop being so mean to me, or I swear to God, I'm gonna fall in love with you. <laughs> Story that, of my life that yeah. perfectly describes my dating and my twenties. I have that. And, I have that in my uh, my my dating app. Prof- my bios is that, that line. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That perfectly describes how I dated throughout my twenties, and um, the fallout is real of those <laughs> of those habits. It's it's rough. Okay. But speaking speaking of relationships, we also have like you know Alex just very quickly and quietly moved on from. Bombay to Josh Dumel. And I don't know about you, Brandon, but I'm. Do you think she cheated on him? Do you think they broke well, up? That's do you, do you like, think, well, well that's, were, were they ever actually together? They, they kissed, right? Bombay and Alex. I think so. It was implied. If it wasn't ever stated, it was I can't, definitely I can't rem- implied. They were like holding they hands when they had the, when they had the shit talk off with coach T that was a little rough around the edges. Yeah. Very, you know, coach T did not have his best game there. Um, but, but but yeah, yeah they, it was it they, was implied, and then all of a sudden, Alex is just driving the kids across the country in a rickety ass RV and making out with the uh, coach who she was probably one of the worst employees of the entire camp. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's that piece. I'll I mean, never get. I'll never we, like I, as a manager, Brandon. Like oh yeah, we that, gotta get it. We gotta her get behavior HR. pissed me off. We uh yeah, and then once they started making out in the in the back of the rv we gotta let hr know you know we gotta sign a disclosure here well yeah well with a superior in a relationship yeah. you know with with an individual contributor that's a real dicey situation yep. you know mm-hmm. as someone who's not to especially yes yeah, not not, 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 not a good look not a good yeah. look especially a direct report brandon that's and not only a direct report the worst direct report yeah the <laughs> the one who has been undermining your camp throughout the entire time and there's there's just and that's the other piece right like how as as two individuals who love women who are mean as shit to them <laughs> i still would not tolerate <laughs> that's the best way to put it but okay <laughs> well, so I just I, I like a spicy challenge in my life, and like so, if you're not going to like do that, then like I'm gonna get really bored, and it's not probably not gonna work out. And that's just been the trend, and that's why you know Kelly and I work so well. She's mean as shit. No, she's sweet as a button, <laughs> but she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't let me uh, doesn't let me just coast through life. She, you know, she keeps me on my toes. Yeah, I feel. Like, see, I, I I'm a sucker for the mean girls, but it's not. It's not necessarily 
what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for is like what you just described. I need somebody to be like, uh, to, to, Cut to, to shit, to, to lay down the, lay down the law. You'd be like, I just need, I, I need somebody in my life to be like, Hey, Brandon, maybe we don't do that. You yeah. know, maybe. That's, oh, see, that's, and that's the beauty of, you know, not to shout out Kelly. I don't know if she even listens to this anymore, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that was the the beauty of of us is you know when we were dating she was like hey Heath so we're we're thirty one and we're <laughs> we're we're still throwing down pretty good huh how do you feel about that ah, good good reflection the body didn't feel good about it it was starting to shut down yeah. so we uh, we started gently retiring from from the party life Brandon that's fair I'm getting I'm getting too old for that shit too dude sometimes I'll I'll, I'll go I'll go out. Uh, I like yeah, going like out, a good brunch, good good bottomless uh, dude, mimosa brunch. brunch, home by five, have a big dinner so that you're not hung over the next day. That's that's where if I'm. At. I'm if I'm still drinking at ten thirty at night, nightmare. I, no I need two. You. I need at least two days to recover, <laughs> at least. And yeah. and and like if I am not following my cocktail up with a water, it's. Nightmare. Nightmare. All bets, all bets are off. You know, it might be, I might be calling the dinosaurs the next morning. Is that what you guys, did you guys ever call it that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rah! <laughs> but okay. So, so, all right, back to, Ma- back Mama to Alex. Um, we don't know what's yeah. going on with that. We also don't know what's going on with Evan and Sophie because, so they broke up mid season, right? And she, and then she the gets with Jace. She gets with Jace. But then, two time zones away in middle school. There's no fucking way that's distance. lasting that's past why the summer. As soon I don't as think, school starts, it's over. I don't think Josh Dumel and uh, or Coach Cole and Alex the long distance. I don't think they're doing that either. No. Nope. Um, and and Jace graduating from Sad Boy potentially to Happy Boy might true. have so, a few Sophie, more ladies knocking well, on his door. And just like me and you like the mean girls, Sophie likes the sad boys. So once he's not sad anymore, just just like Evan, Evan stopped being sad. She yeah. kicked him to the curb. So, and and we we tried to coach her up on that too. Like, ladies, do not go for the sad boys, no. man. They're just going to bring you they, down. They're going to into... they're going to ruin your life, just like the mean girls ruin the guy's life. It's it's. Uh, it's it's the exact same yeah. situation. It's just honestly, it might be a little bit worse. Because, it's worse because like, then you, you get sad too. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they will just like you will become a reflection of their sadness, and all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, I I am not a sad person, and <laughs> and and then like you have to like remove this individual like a tumor, um, and and cut it away. Yeah. <laughs> To but, get rid uh, of it, but you know, that's that's a little yeah. relationship advice, ladies. Do not go for the sad boys; they will become a tumor of your life. Exactly. Hopefully, Sophie learns that. Uh, but but that's so, a, so, that's so, turn so the she, TikTok camera on moment, Brandon. There you go. But so she, we're assuming long distance. Her and yeah. her and Jace are not. They're yeah. not gonna. They're they're not continuing this. And Nick, Nick has a throwaway line right when they're getting on the RV, where he's like, "Hey, you and her." You know, fourteen hours all alone in an RV uh, to Evan. So yeah, uh, are they yeah. back together? We don't know. We'll never know. Um, she already has that pizza. Her his heart. That's true. I forgot about the the pizza necklace. She's, she's got that. Did she keep it or did she toss it? I think she tossed it. I don't know. It'd be a stone cold move if she tossed that pizza necklace. He she could threw, at least. Do, do you think she threw it in the lake like Titanic? 
<laughs> Near, far, wherever you are. So lots Dude, of I can fuck with some Celine. Oh, you know? Celine's a Celine's a national treasure. She is, if, oh, if you're man. Canadian, if you're Canadian, she's a national treasure. Yeah. If yeah, you're not, then she's a Canadian treasure. She's a Canadian in, in, treasure. International, international treasure. Dude, she put some ba- like back in you know when I was in elementary and, and middle school, she was putting some real bangers out consistently, and Mama D was usually down with them, mm-hmm. so we would crank those bad boys up in the in the still, Ford uh, Windstar. <laughs> is she still doing? Because I know she was doing the residency. Was she? In she Vegas. got real sick, man. Did like, she? Okay. She, you she's know, probably shout not out doing... Celine. I hope she's doing okay, but she got like real sick. I think okay. she's probably not doing the Vegas thing anymore. I know she was doing that for like know. decades. She was performing in Vegas yeah. like every night. Usher has a residency in Vegas. I was going to try and go, but it's kind of expensive. It's like those, those, things Usher... are, those, those things are pricey. The Backstreet Boys did it for like a year or two. Yeah. Um, shit was shit's pricey, man. You know what concert? Now, let me know if you want to try and jump in on this, but I think me and Heidi are going to try and get out to the Iowa State Fair for new kids on the block. None of that sounds appealing at all. Hanging tough. <laughs> you, lo- you lost me at Iowa, and then you lost me even further at new kids on the block. Listen, no one is is more upset about the fact that I'd have to go to Iowa for it, but it is the only New Kids on the Block concert scheduled for this year. And so I think that, you know, me and Heidi are going to go potentially go throw down. I'll I'll pass. I'm, I'm set. All right, fine. Whatever. All right. Well, speaking of really awesome things, let's talk about some new additions to the Ducks lore. That's a terrible yeah. transition, but I tried. It was terrible. But we, we did have the, the, the season wasn't uh, all terrible. Although some of the season were- two was season two is completely terrible. There's nothing good about it. But season one was salvageable. Season two wasn't 100% terrible. It Mar- was. Brandon- Marnie was kick ass. Only because we needed her to, and like, I don't know, I can't give anything, I can't give, I'm, I reflected on it this morning, Brandon, season two will get no positivity from me from here on out, like, they did it, they fucked it up, they just, they need to own this, this is, we have moved away from a world of accountability, and this is Disney's accountability, is me, in this podcast. The reckoning hath come. Thank you. Heath. You're doing the Lord's work. We appreciate it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, but but they did the season one added a bunch of new things um, to the Mighty Duck U- universe. Mighty Duck lore is what I have in my notes. So we're going to call it that. The Mighty Duck lore. Um, and for for everybody who's a little confused, like Mighty, I'm, we're talking things like the Flying V, the Knuckle Puck. Um, I don't know what else. The um, Fulton shot. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The, this Fulton slash, just like cool yeah. one-off little things. Um, or not one-offs, because but you know, cool little things um, that they they gave to us. Um, so I have uh, a couple of additions from season one. We had the uh, Logan's spatula shot. Yeah. Um, Order up. I forgot. I forgot he had the fucking catchphrase right before he did it. Yeah. Order up. Yeah. It's yeah. Knucklebuck time. Transition to order up, and that was good. That was it. Was damn it. And they had the whole pancake episode before that, where it was just they were make. Remember those crazy ass pancakes they were making with fucking gummy worms and shit, which is a little dicey. But like, man, 
you know, a little chocolate in that pancake and be all right. Yeah, well, they had the whole like candy bar setup. I, you know, yeah. I'm sure somebody was throwing some chocolates in there. Oh my god, what a journey that would have been for the kiddos too. You know, just yeah. I know you critiqued me having almonds in my pancakes, but you know, I stand by it because I've had you know pecan pancakes and they're just fine. A little crunch in them. You put it on top for sure, like a little t- little shaved almonds on top. Um, but uh, I was criticizing you like throwing it in the batter and cooking it up. You know. That's where, like, that's where you lost me. Just well, um, put it on top, like a little little dressing, you know. <laughs> All but right. But so, so the specialist shot. We also had uh, Bombay's um, college disgraced college coaching career, where he got oh, uh, right. got fired. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, season one had all of the sick ass team names, like the Maroon Marauders. Arctic Freeze, the Nova, Nova Stars, Stars yeah. Viper Freeze, Arctic Devils. It was Arctic Devils, not Arctic Freeze. Yeah. And then uh, what else were some other ones? They're just amazing. Go back, yeah. go back and there listen is- to episode 10 when we when we cover that because we we talked about the team names for a good 45 minutes. Yeah. Like <laughs> and they had like the leaping cougars and like, you know, all kinds of shit. I think it was flying cougars. Flying, flying cougars. cougars. That's what it was. Cause I was like, how does a cougar fly? Yeah. Clearly, you've never been attacked by a cougar because those motherfuckers come at you. Dude, don't even say that out loud. Cougars, I'm trying to little, get little into Puma. where I uh, live. A catamount. Brandon, do you know don't. how many? I, I, there's like 18 million different names for cougars, and I love every single one of them. They're all fantastic. Catamounts I'm, might be my favorite, though. I'm trying to get into a hiking routine, and I keep like I don't know if TikTok or Instagram just you know obviously they heard me say it, and so yeah. now I'm getting like cougars on the hiking trail videos. It's like, oh, okay, cool. You're right. I'm not gonna fucking did, go hiking. The the house the the <laughs> house I grew up in for middle school and high school. So my, my like my second house growing up. Um, we had a little um open space right behind the neighborhood. Nice. So many cougars, dude. So many cougars. There was they they would post like 18 signs everywhere. Like, watch out for the fucking cougars. Um people still Not died, fun. though. It was rough. Yeah. You gotta watch, you gotta watch out, man. Cougars and rattlesnakes, you know. The key uh, you make thing. your make yourself big. Don't don't turn your back. That's the key. Don't ever fucking turn your back. Make eye maintain eye contact with them. Yeah, once you turn, in. Yeah, yeah, once you turn your back, you're done, though. Done. Oh yeah, they're gonna fucking come eat you. Don't turn and run. Uh, anyway, so right. season two, um, not a lot added to the lore. I don't believe. Um, other than we, they we changed this, the knuckle puck. They changed the knuckle puck. We had the elite performance ice center. Yeah. Um, the 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 at the mighty. The Anaheim Ducks inside of their arena at the Honda Center have a dedicated corridor to the in-universe Mighty Ducks, which is that's 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 nice. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's nice. Even even if we all know that they're not touching the lucky knuckle puck before they go on they, the ice. Yeah, that corridor is probably not there in real life, but you know. And I love that they had a they had a, a huge fucking poster of Coach O'Ryan with the yeah. Ducks. That, that was cool. That's no Bombay. They had a couple photos of Bombay. Did they? Oh, okay. yeah. Well, either way, they had a they had a shit ton of like that whole like hallway they were walking down. It was all like photos from D two. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then um, and then the most important 
addition to this Mighty Duck lore, Heath, your favorite of all time, the goose. The goose play. Honk, honk. That's a pretty it solid was, fucking. That was a pretty solid honk honk. You got to give that to me. That was fucking. The honk honk was great, but I rewatched that fucking play just the other day. Actually, like when as I was like, hey, let me, let me I was this on. Yeah. And it was, I was cutting up. I was cutting up clips for the tick for TikTok, and I cut up that clip, and yeah, it was rough to. It's, it's rough to watch. It might it might be. <laughs> The worst hockey clip I have ever seen in the history of all. I think we, I think one of us said this in in the clip that I cut, but it is so much more egregious than the knuckle puck or the flying V. Like those plays are ridiculous and absurd. But this one went to light. Like those were like a like a seven on the absurd scale. This goose play is like a fifteen out of ten of absurdness. And, And and we're supposed to believe. That at the elite of elite hockey camp, that these shit like this this the, show the elite is performance a, ice center is a direct reflection of what is wrong with everything, Brandon. It's <laughs> why do you think shenanigan things like this would work at there's, like a hockey camp where it's like premier athletes that are cut? Like it's just there's not it. a there's not a uh a chance in hell where the team that's on offense, right. Would send all five of their players behind the net. There's not a, there's not a no. Like you wouldn't even, you wouldn't find that in like, even if if you hold the goalie, if you put three year olds out there playing hockey, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. It, It was just, and and the way that they delivered it of you know what sideways is the oh, yeah. goalie well, I, scoring. That's true. That's true. We haven't we I haven't even talked about that. the the fact that Kube is the one who fucking scores. Got that that pissed me off so much when he's when they were doing the whole um mon, the training montage at the Honda Center and he skates up and he goes, I want to score a goal. Yeah, God wouldn't it, that Kube. be sideways? Because remember, you, that's what you, they were. That's what they yeah. did. You know what? You know what? You uh, if you want to score a goal, Coop, how about you do everybody a favor and you stop playing goalie? How about you do that? Go on defense uh, or pull a, pull a Goldberg. Um, when he wised up and realized he 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 couldn't be goalie anymore, switch to D. Yeah, and then you can score your fucking goal. Okay. It just. Yeah. Anyways, um, Un- unbelievable, ungoddamn believable. Sp- speaking of how terrible this show is, Brandon, let's dig into what the rest of the masses also say to agree with us. Mm-hmm. Because you, just to leave this off for the listeners, Brandon read a few of these, and one of my favorite highlights is a ten out of ten rating that reads as a one out of ten. <laughs> That's that is yeah. that is so, the that is how it, you can fully encapsulate everyone's yeah. feelings of the show is that somehow this idiot rated this a ten out of ten and gave it a one out of ten ver- like speech. And so I, I I dove I dove into the IMDb reviews and like yeah like he said there's uh there's there's actually some really good some really fantastic reviews though the one he's talking about I'll go read this one first let me see if I can find it um where was it. Here we go. So 10 out of 10, 10 stars out of 10 on IMDb um, from user Superman 
dash thirty one fifty one four. This was written in um, November of twenty twenty one, so this was before season two came out. Even wow, uh, but it's ten out of ten. Title: This is this was a great show. Period. And the review is as follows: Why? All capital letters. Would you get rid of the main? All capital letters. Person. I'm actually super upset about this. I was so happy about a season two, but now that Amelia will not be in it, what's the point? Hire back the best part of the show where you will lose a ton of viewers. Poor decisions. Just cancel the show or bring back the main part of it. Such a shame. That was a 10 out of 10. So this is the perfectly written review, except it's a 10 out of 10. If this was a 4 out of 10. Or a three out of ten. So now this now, would be the perfect review. Now that I'm reading it again, it it's making a little more sense why he gave. So he's giving season one a ten out of ten, I believe, yeah. and then and, and then because, lamenting the decision to not bring back Bombay post. Yes, because one. he he wrote it before season two started. Um, but you need to have your rating reflect that decision. Proactive. Yeah. Go 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 back in and edit that, Superman. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So and then, so there's there's a couple more great reviews. Um, this 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 one from Vanessa. Um, one. You think it's Vanessa Hutchinson? It's now it's Vanessa dash eight nine two dash two two zero zero seven zero. Maybe is that Morse code for Hudgens? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Oh, Hudgens. That's right. That's right. What did you say? Hutchinson. I keep forgetting. There's no sun at the end. But so one out of ten, titled "Creating Mighty Gen Z Snowflakes." And it goes as follows. Terrible acting from Disney Channel, Gen Z, first gig kids and adults who act like they are still in high school. I mean, the, the kids the kids are not even in high school yet. Or, oh, no, that, I don't know. I'm sorry. That was specifically about the adults. Yeah, Man. the adults act like they're still in high school, but the she's, kids. She's, she's, going, she's going for blood with Lauren Graham here. Yeah, um, Vanessa. Oof. But so it continues, the premise somewhat demonizes hard work as well as dedication to youth sports, which seems to praise the participation award you now receive. I understand the underdog storyline continues from the original Mighty Ducks movies, but the writers are creating snowflakes for future generations. Playing sports is supposed to be fun, especially as a kid, but the mom focuses way too much on doing whatever feels good, giving out participation awards, and doesn't care to actually learn the sport or rules that her son dedicates his pastime to. The first season was all right since they brought back Emilio, but replaced him with Josh Dumel in the second season. Not keeping up with the Mighty Ducks legacy, Disney Plus needs to come up with their own material that is kid-friendly, promotes good, family-friendly values, and doesn't focus so much on revamping and reinventing the wheel. Damn, Vanessa. Damn. Vanessa, shout out. She just, she said exactly what we wanted to this whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did, call, she called out a lot of points that we made, though, right? Is it? Yeah. Like, she did oh, it a lot better than to, us, though, and a, yeah. and a lot more um, eloquently, time friendly, too. You know, she didn't take, you know, eight, <laughs> 18 months to get through the show. <laughs> Okay. Uh, there's a couple more good ones here. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> oh, here we shout go. out Vanessa. That's good stuff. Here we go. Eric T gives it a two out of ten, and he is titled another DC piece or another Disney PC social nonsense project. Reads as follows: I didn't season- think there was that much social 
programming outside of just, you know, deciding that hard work is a terrible thing and that wanting to be good at something that you're passionate about is also terrible. And, you know, just anytime you need to accomplish anything, you just need to feel it and it will feel your way into existence. That's that's the only well, let's see what Eric T has to right. say. All right. Come on. Um, spoilers here, though. It's, it's, this review is Eric's words, not mine, but problematic. Not going to, yeah. not taking credit for any of this. Let's, <laughs> what, should, should we, skip? is there, is there a different one? <laughs> it's not, it's not too terrible, but there's okay. just, there's some, there's, there's some stuff now that I'm reading it again. I was like, oh, shoot, this is probably, but anyway, season one was all right. Majorly watched for Bombay. Season two without Bombay is like, what's the point? Even a few of the kid actors from season one didn't return. And then in parentheses, the story gets a little weird. Jock who couldn't skate, nerd girl, an African-American kid who crashed into everything. In parentheses. Well, that's Sam, but Sam came back. (laughs) That's true. Sam did come back. (laughs) So then it goes, uh, which isn't all that surprising. If all of season two ends up being just like the first first couple episodes, the new season, um, there will not be a season three. Yeah, called it. Eric called it. As usual, Disney's pushing a lot of PC social nonsense into uh, other projects just to cater to PR. The mother has gone from bad to worse in this new season. A full blown, delicate, self righteous push over, push over by the kids caring. Damn. The kid who was the main character in season one is no longer the main in season two. That's not true. Evan's still the main character. It's starting Mm -hmm. to seem like his his boyfriend who did the podcast in season one being heavily focused on in season two with his excessive and idiot. Okay, that's that's why I draw the line. Don't go after Nick. Yeah, come on, Eric. His comic like, relief, he's... him and Marnie's comic relief were the only things keeping this show together. Yeah, and Nick and Evan's friendship. And Evan, is, like, what's wrong with, with boys being friends? Like, in, Eric, in Eric's defense, I, I'm pretty sure in one of the episodes you did call Nick Evan's boyfriend. On accident. <laughs> <laughs> and even if they do develop into, you know, a love. That's they, there's a lot of factual errors in this. Evan is still very much the main character. Yeah, a um, lot of the story revolves around him separating himself from the ducks. Yeah, yeah. but and then, they just did it in a terrible, terrible, terrible yeah. way. And then, like you said, but Sam's obviously, ba- Sam's this, back. this dude stopped watching after the first episode and just wanted to roast Disney for being trash, which fair, right? Like, fair criticism. Disney has done a terrible job with all of their shows recently. Like, it's it really has soured so many people. The only reason. I still have the Disney Plus package just for like the older stuff. You know, like I just yeah. watched Bed Knobs and Broomsticks the other night. That movie is a banger. Solid. I have the Swiss Family Robinson. That's a good one too. I used to love that movie as a kid when they fought the pirates at the end. Yeah. Had the That's coconut it. bombs. I have the like the Disney ESPN Hulu, the whole like that package. Yeah, same. Cause I like to watch the Bundesliga. Um, yeah, I I'm soccer league. I have it for ESPN Plus. Um, if that wasn't like packaged together, I would I wouldn't have Hulu or or Disney Plus. I know I did the you know just as a newsflash for anyone looking to do Verizon. I didn't realize when you do the Disney Plus bundle through your Verizon package, they make you do the Hulu with the fucking commercials. Oh yeah, and yeah now they give you the 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 bullshit uh, one. 
Yeah, and now I'm pissed that I switched over because yeah. god damn it. I, I am commercials are for peasants, not in my house. See, my, now, my, it's, now it's too late. Too my beef late. with that is so so I I for, for these streaming services, I'm a big fan of paying for the year all at once, if if possible. Like I do that with Peacock with HBO and Paramount. Yeah. I I steal HBO, so um but uh, I do that with with Paramount and Peacock. I pay for you know it's like a hundred and fifty bucks or whatever for the whole year. Yeah, you get um, a big discount for doing it. Yeah, and it's just it's it's easier. Then it's not taking it's a it's a one time thing. It's not taking out of my thing every month. But my beef with Disney is you can only do that with the ad version. Yeah, of Hulu. You can't if you're doing the the ad free version of Hulu. You have to do it by month. You can't pay for the whole year. Fucking bullshit. Well, you know, we don't need any other reason to lambast Disney for being the no. worst. But so, so yeah, yeah. So those were some of the good reviews. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of hilarious reviews in there. I highly recommend. Yeah, um, free to. You, I, I would encourage our listeners to jump in there and give yeah, I'll, game I'll read, changers. A I'll read. Taste uh, of their I'll read mind. one more, another one out of ten, um, because it's. I just, I just. Uh, looked at it and it's pretty hilarious so it's one out of ten it's by frankly my dear i don't give a is the username <laughs> um title is please put the show out of its misery it, it was written in uh at the end of january so it was before they actually canceled it um so it says disney has ruined an iconic piece of ip and their shoddy attempts to rebrand the mighty ducks cancel the show fire the writers and cast and bring back bombay in a fourth movie or something you have given us millennials who adored this legacy and character nightmares over this drivel. And what, Bombay all of a sudden has no legal wherewithal? Give me a break. And can we please move on from Bombay wants to bang my mom trope? Okay, that, we're, that's the most important character that's, quality he has. Come yeah, on. That's a, dude, leave Bombay and his moms <laughs> alone, man. Like This, this yeah. review was going Although great will, until he came after Bombay. <laughs> I will agree that the 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 Alex we talked about the Alex and Bombay story it was line too fell much. flat. It fell flat. Yeah. But so then it goes on, especially with the current co-star whom they reduced to a ridiculous story. They did they did Lauren Graham real dirty in the show. Oh my god, her character is the most unlikable character in in all of TV. And so I have not yeah, disliked a character more than awful. her. The mom from Breaking Bad. I've said this before. Those her and Alex are right up there as two of my least favorite characters on TV. You and your you and your hate for Skylar. Skylar did nothing wrong. Skylar was the Skylar deserved better. Sometimes you just gotta cook meth, Brain, and just fucking get over it. Yeah, but if you're gonna cook meth, let your fucking wife know about it. Don't fucking keep her in the dark. Not if she's gonna be a real fun sponge about it. Once she found out and she started helping out, she was not a fun sponge. She was doing the whole fucking car wash thing for him. <laughs> anyway, it, the, the review keeps going on. The, the, the last couple lines says, please fix this. Bombay deserves better. We deserve better. And then the last line, spoiler alert. Don't bother. I uh, heard that. Yeah. So that's, so that's the last review. Um, Again, highly recommend going through some of them. They're they're pretty delightful. Yeah. Um, but uh, despite all those terrible reviews, the show as a whole, the average rating for the for a show season seasons one, season two combined. Heath, do you have a guess on what IMDb's rating for the show is? Yes, because I've looked at it, so I'm not going to guess. Son of a bitch! Then okay, <laughs> way to way to ruin ruin the segment here. Yeah. 
What is it though? Break the news. It is it is an unfortunate 7.3. And I am it's going very to, high for very high, very generous. Listen, it has been proven. And by proven, I mean I think that I saw something about it a long time ago. <laughs> I read about it on Facebook. <laughs> I haven't been logged in on Facebook, but that's exactly where this is going. Um, <laughs> I know that there are is an arsenal of Disney interns just ripping through IMDb, creating accounts. I doubt it's interns. I doubt it's 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 it's, it's, it's bots, dude. It's 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 they they they, there's a there's an AI software that they've outsourced. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're right. They've 100 outsourced this to China. Just do do you want to? So I got I got I got a fact for you, stat here about the reviews. And this is just IMDb. It's a 7.3 average rating. If you had to guess, what do you think the... So, I forgot. Because I went through and looked at the stats on the ratings. Okay. So, there's there's 5,000 and a half. So, 5,500 total reviews on IMDb. Okay. Okay. Of those 5,500 reviews... What was what is your guess on how many are 10 star reviews? Now keep in mind there was the 10 out of 10 that was actually a zero out of 10. So <laughs> what percentage? Percentage or or actual n- numeric value. So, I'll take, is it I'll a, take th- either. a thousand, a thousand ten star reviews. Yes, damn it's it's a thousand one hundred and two to be exact. 20, oh, nice. Twenty percent of reviews, ten stars, ten out of ten. 20% of Americans are idiots. Yeah, it's very generous. Um, or the world, but, I guess. But, but if you go all. through, um, I'll go through IMDb real quick here for each kind of episode, and you can see the theme here, right? So season one, episode one, 7.5 stars. Episode two, 7.4. Episode three, 7.8. Episode four, 7.6. Episode five was 7.7. 7. Um, episode six, Spirit of the Ducks, 8.9. Highest, highest rated episode. Um, then the next one, episode seven, Pond Hockey, 7.5. Episode eight, 7.9. Episode nine, 7.4. And then the season finale, State of Play, actually got an 8.3. Damn. But those so are that's that's, that's, that's the, realistic ratings. Those are uh, so, ratings, yeah. I think. So that was this, and so, so season two. We take a dip here, okay? Not as big of a dip as you would think, but episode one, 6.8, uh, 6.7 for episode two, 6.8 for episode three. Draft day, episode four has got a seven, yeah. even seven on the dot. Um, episode five, 6.6, episode six, 6.9, Spirit of the Ducks part two. Is a seven point four. That's because well, a lot of people watched it to get disappointed, and that's not again the highest rated episode um, of the of that season. And then episode eight, six point eight. Uh, episode nine, the dead mom episode, it gets a seven even, and then season finale seven point two. So it definitely season two definitely takes a dip rating wise. Not as much as it should have, though. Definitely not as much as it should have. And again, Spirit of the Ducks, that's what everybody wants, is the goddamn magic. And they won't give it to us. They won't give it to us. 
Um, but so that's IMDb's. That's the episode rankings. I also have uh, pulled up some Rotten Tomatoes here, Heath, for you. Mm. Um, season one, Rotten Tomatoes, audience score of 78%. Ooh. Do you want to take it? So that's okay. a seven seven point eight essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to take a guess at what the critics rated it? Ooh, forty percent, eighty-seven. Ugh, paid off. Eighty-seven. It's certified fresh for season one. Season one. Hmm. Eh, Se- season two. Um, audience score sixty percent. So six point zero. Still very generous, but mm. quite a bit of a drop off from season one. Now, here's the real question for you, Heath. This will show you exactly how much Disney uh, paid cared, off. Exactly how much Disney cared about this show towards the end here. Do you want to know? Do you want to take a guess at what the critics' rating for season two is? Oh my God! They, they, you're hinting that they didn't pay off the critics for this show. Is it a five? Fifty? There is no rating because there's not enough critic ratings to give an average score. Oh. <laughs> Nobody, no critics reviewed it enough to to give it, it was, an actual weighted score. It was so bad. That they, critics literally they, refuse to watch this trash. Yep. There's only wow. there's on rot, on Rotten Tomatoes, there's only only two critics reviewed it. Two. That's unbelievable, actually. Like yeah. two critics for it. Because usually usually those those critic the critic reviews, like you like you said, are Disney reaching out and paying critics to watch it and review it. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, for season two, they just did. They were like, "Fuck this. We don't. We're not even trying. We don't even. It's not give even a fuck. worth the money. Like we're yeah. budget cuts. We gotta just get this shit off the books." Yeah. Um. That Yikes. being said, that being said, though, Heath. Um. The the game changers did receive a few accolades. I don't know if you if you looked at any of the award nominations. Um. But they no. have. Um, they were nominated the last the, the last uh couple years for a couple different awards. So 2001, they were they were uh, uh they were nominated and won a reframe stamp award. No fucking clue what that is, but it it was for the uh uh top scripted TV uh shows. Um reframe stamp award gross that was paid for they won that probably two made uh, up award 2022 the oritos award they were nominated but did not win for outstanding achievement in casting yeah i like the cast of season one that makes sense yeah um 2023 so this just this just this year they were nominated for the kids choice awards uh, two awards: favorite TV show, favorite kids TV show. They were nominated, and then Brady Noon, who plays Evan, was nominated for favorite male kid TV star. Kids Choice Awards are fake, so it doesn't matter. Isn't that Nickelodeon though? Yeah, Kids Choice Awards. So rivals, dude, and this look got nominated. 
Weird. They paid for that. Probably. Um, All right. Let's let's start wrapping this up. This is this is we're we're reaching. So 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 where where do we go where do we go from here, Heath? Are they uh, season two's canceled? Yeah. Um. There's no plans. On definitely no plans for season three. Um. I doubt I have. There's no rumblings or anything. Um. For for other additional plans. So the IP the IP is going dormant for a little while here. I think that they will lay dormant long enough for the stink to get remove from this Mm -hmm. and then once that does then they go in for a d4 right before bombay dies like an elder bombay type of d4 so we're probably looking at like right before are they gonna what if they don't time it well enough what if bombay dies we'll have to like they can the ai i'm not i wish no no ill will to emilio i love emilio i would i would i would take a bullet for emilio Brandon, if you think they can't CGI Bombay back into the Matrix for a they D4 could do a movie, they like, could do a Paul Walker. Man. Yeah, they could absolutely. they could they could cast Charlie Sheen and then just put Emilio's face on him. Yeah, they already have created an AI of Bombay after he did not conform to their season two demand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, 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 you think they you think they come back with a movie? A D4 I think they movie? come. I think they come back with a D4 movie and they try to remove themselves because they already like that last Rotten Tomatoes. The fact that they are just trying to hide from Rotten Tomatoes with this show, it says everything that you need to know. They for sure did not care uh, about the show towards the end because like, yeah, they like we with the Rotten Tomatoes, they're not paying anybody to review it. They're not paying for really any publicity for it. With the when they had announced the cancellation, they announced it with like it was it's it wasn't its own announcement. It was buried in a huge Disney announcement, and it was like a paragraph it focused it like, on the John Stamos show, the well, basketball even, show. Even that, like, there was a whole bunch of other stuff they announced with it at the same time. Yeah, um, it was just like one little paragraph at the end where it was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, John Stamos and the Mighty Ducks are gone." Yeah, um, over. So yeah, they 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 gave up on it for sure. Hardcore gave up on it. Um, but but that's my do, that's I my thought, think, Brandon. I think that it lays dormant. I think they try and move on from this, and I think they try to recapture the magic through a movie. Hopefully, it's well done. That it's it, you know where it's Bombay comes back to the beleaguered ducks, and it's another phoenix rising from the ashes story. To either get it kickstarted or to just kind of wrap it up one final time with Bombay. Do you think they do? Okay, so you're saying they do a D4, a continuation, right? So I like a one final Bombay piece. I I think that they either do. Oh, that. you're gonna do what? One final one? Okay. Yeah, like one final, like what? Well, like just like a D4, like one final one for Bombay, or they'll wait long enough. And like it'll be 2040 and it's going to be post Bombay and they do a new trilogy of the Mighty Ducks movies and they try and like keep it much more similar to the original. So I I think I think they'll I think this will go dormant for a while, a decade or so, maybe maybe a little less. I don't know. But that, that would be my my guess would be about a decade. Let this go dormant. My thoughts are, though, I, I don't think they'll do a D4. I think they'll just 
they'll just straight reboot it. Um, you know how like, they did trilogy. It? Yeah, they'll, well, I don't know. If, I think they'll reboot the first one, like like they did with like Bad News Bears and shit, where it's like a complete remake, um, yeah. pretty much to okay. the T. I don't think it'll do well enough for them to keep making more, though. I think it'll be. I think like the okay. You think they'll go Bad News Bears, where they'll just make a modern version of the old movie? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and instead and of and instead of trying to remake it and piss everyone off, they'll just make a modern version. But now that everything pisses everyone off, them just making the modern version of it is going to piss everyone off anyways. Cause like the, who knows where they'll well, go these, with the casting and like, I mean, these, these things, these like remakes and reboots, you can't like, there's, there's no, there's no winning. Like, even if this, yeah. even if game changers was the best fucking show turned out to be the best fucking show in the world. It's like, yeah, but it's not, it's still like, yeah, but you know, nostalgia always wins out. Yeah. But that that, that that that's my thinking is they'll 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 do a like a modern reboot um instead of a continuation of the stories. I would love though, I would I love your idea of like a like a final D4 Bombay send-off. Yeah, you know. Because then he's, as he's dying, you get the funeral, you get yeah. the na 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 na. That'd be quiet. Quiet. Oh, you're going. You're you're fading yeah. away. We're whispering him into. Wh- whisper him into the grave. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, ducks. Yeah. But and uh, then and then so and this is my thought, Brandon. Because then once you end it and have like a final run with Bombay, then us as like the elder millennials, we in our minds, we we will feel more wrapped up and more willing to move on to a potential new trilogy, a new version because they need a new version because, you know, like the magic and that's where you can start it. The magic died with Bombay who can rekindle the spirit. And it's like, you know, Tom Holland comes in and um, (laughs) he's on the top of my mind because he's a Tottenham fan. So I've been, I've been, you know, now that now that I've adopted them as my and it turns out they're terrible and they never win. So it's exactly the yeah. perfect team for me to accidentally choose. Like it was it was serendipitous. I was meant to do the team that just never quite wins. Good, but never quite wins. Um, but that's that's my, you know, and then Tom Holland comes in, same kind of like just do the exact same story. Tom Holland gets uh community service. And it's like, oh, my God, the ducks have fallen into complete disrepair. The magic died with Bombay and it, they've gone back to District 5. And now they've got to get rebranded into. And and Tom Holland is like Tom Ducksworth. Okay. <laughs> and, and Tom Ducksworth has like a Bombay story. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, I can get behind so. it. I can get behind it. So, but, anyways, uh, all right. Let's spe- just let's speaking wrap of, yeah, yeah, we'll wrap this up. Um, speaking of the of the kind of pitches and everything, though, next episode, yes, we are going to bring our pitches on how to fix game changers, uh, directly to you. So I like I have a pitch, um, for season three, how you can you can take this crap of a season two and spin it into a fun season three. Slash season four. I have my plans for season three, ideas for season four. Tune in next week to get the full story. And Heath, 
I think you have a couple pitches on how to fix stuff too as well. Dude, the Heath HBO Max version of this show is going to be fucking legit. So Heath, I can Heath, tell you that. Heath is going to hit you with unrealistic uh, fantasy booking. Yeah. I'm going to hit you with a legit a legit season three pitch that hopefully the Disney execs are listening to and they hire me and don't steal my idea. I've even I'm, I've uh, I've contemplated reaching out to our our boy friend of the program Mark Chavez, yeah. who is a uh, a writer and a comedian. He's got lots of experience. I might tap tap him and be like, "Hey, Mark, I need a partner, right? He need to collaborate. Heath, Heath is dragging me down. I need a new writing partner. Come help me with this. It's fucked, man. All right, whatever. <laughs> Pitches next week. Pitches get stitches, Brandon. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com. <laughs>